welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Potter Discussion. I am your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Today's theory is not exciting. There's no reason for you to listen to it, but you will, because it's so awesome. It is, where did Crookshanks come from? His origins, his previous owner, all these were mysteries. All we really knew is that Crookshanks was in the Magical Menagerie for a very long time, and he looks like a small tiger. <laughs> That's all we know. Oh, and his, face is, and his face is squashed. That's basically it. So today, I'm going to reveal the true owners, well, the true previous owners of Crookshanks. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Cookshanks, we all know, is the lovely tiger cat that Hermione purchases from the depths of the magical menagerie in Diagon Alley. We never really got a background check on Cookshanks. That raises a whole bunch of questions. Where did he come from originally? Who were his first owners? And where did Cookshanks come from? Crookshanks just made an entrance and stayed. Today, I intend to do that background check and see the true origin of Crookshanks. To start, let's just talk about cats. They seem like oddly normal creatures to be owned by wizards, but they seem to be one of the most popular breeds of anything in the Harry Potter book. The first magical thing we get introduced to is Professor McGonagall in her cat form. Cats are everywhere. It would seem like Crookshanks just fits in with the rest of the crowd. But, I don't think so. I think Crookshanks used to belong to a family you might recognize. I mean, this is a name that's like kind of obscure, but the Potters. If you can recall, in the letter that Lily writes to Sirius that uh, Harry found in the seventh book, says that the Potters do, in fact, own a cat. That's where our journey begins. So, how did I come to this conclusion? Well, there are two pretty major things that led me to believe this theory. One being a secret about Crookshanks. Most people don't know, but Crookshanks is actually half Neasel. A Neasel is a cat-like creature who has some extra abilities. For one, they have the ability to recognize untrustworthy people in any form. They could be a normal person just walking around, or an animal, or really anything else. Neasels are also very smart. They can learn new skills by only seeing it once. Looking back on some of Crookshank's behavior... That makes a lot of sense, but more on that later. So, the Potters. Remember when we first met Crookshanks? It was in the Magical Menagerie when he jumped into Ron's head. Well, onto Ron's head, not on, into. We thought this was because he was a crazy cat that lived in the depths of the shop. I don't think that is the case. Now, you might be saying, like, it's obvious. You just said that Neasles could recognize untrustworthy people. Untrustworthy people. So, didn't he just see Peter Pettigrew? And I think Crookshanks did see Peter Pettigrew. But not for the reason you think. 
Crookshanks was in the shop for a very long time before Hermione came to pick him up. That must mean that Crookshanks has lived for a very long time. Peter Pettigrew was friends with James right up until he died. Peter must have gone over to James's house pretty often. Was Crookshanks there? Did he recognize an old friend and not a traitor? You could say, no, none of those things. Well, I have an answer for that too. Maybe Crookshanks saw Harry. Harry was in the house too, you know. And for the icing on the cake. We saw Crookshanks be real nice to Sirius. They had a bond. Sirius was also a very close friend of James. It really all fits. Bada bing, bada boom. So, do you think that's where Crookshanks actually came from? Was Crookshanks a previous Oni? Oni? I don't know. Did Crookshanks previously belong to the Potters? If if, uh, he does... Personally, it doesn't make a lot of sense because all the facts line up and the fact that um, Crookshanks was very close to Sirius and Lupin really does um, make this theory pop. You know, I really, really do love this theory because Crookshanks was never really a character, like, uh, not not really a protagonist sort of character. And he wasn't really that well-known. So I think it's really cool that we get to kind of bring Crookshanks to light, and not just as a character, but more as, like, an actual, like, major part in the story. And it's also cool that they, that that Harry, like, knows they had a cat, and it might, like, he, obviously, if he, he, he doesn't know it's Crookshanks, but it's really cool that, like, Harry knows that they have it, that they had a cat, and it might be, like, right there, but it isn't. That's what he thinks, but it is. You're never ever going to go back and read the Harry Potter books the same way with all these theories in mind. So, yes, I definitely do believe this theory could be... This is a very possible theory is what I'm looking for. I definitely think that with all these facts, it has a very nice way of like connecting. Because we all know cats are very, like, they... They remember people specifically, and the fact that Crookshanks is a Neasel definitely creates a better vision for how Crookshanks might have recognized um, people, um, specifically Sirius, Peter Pettigrew, and Harry and Lupin, much better than if it was, if they're just random people that were stopping by. And the fact that Hermione bought Crookshanks just because he jumped down from the shelf and the caretaker said that the that Crookshanks has been up in like in the shop forever really is like such uh like that would never happen. <laughs> that could never happen in a million years. So it's definitely cool that all these things just like one million happened. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And Crookshanks how long was actually Crookshanks in there? I don't know exactly but I believe, I don't know, I bet it's going to be something crazy, like 12 years. Definitely look it up. I've, I'm very curious. But yeah, it would be really, really cool if Crookshanks could um, be that very cat. And I feel like Crookshanks really fits into the role because he's a very, like, he's he's nice. And 
except for the fact that he really, really wants to, like, hunt Peter Bedgrew in rat form. It's definitely strange that he was nice to very specific people, but then he was mean to others. But I don't think many, like, if you really look back, Crookshanks was really only mean to Peter Pettigrew in his rat form, and that could be for many reasons. Crookshanks could have recognized Peter Pettigrew as a friend and just wanted to say hi in a very exaggerated way. Crookshanks just might have been like a cat, because she still is a cat. Sorry, um, he still is a cat. And um, Crookshanks also could have recognized Peter Pettigrew as an actual traitor. That is the fact that he like sabotaged the Potters and turned them into Voldemort, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, there's so many different ways that Crookshanks could have very that that could have fit very very nicely into this theory. So I definitely I like that about that. It's very cool to think about how much the story would have changed if these tiny, tiny little things would have done, like, would have happened differently. Like, maybe Crookshanks wasn't the Potter's cat, and Harry, like, didn't have that experience of having a pet. Maybe he wasn't the same person. But also the fact that Crookshanks, like, I don't want to say ratted out because it's a very bad pun, but that Crookshanks, like, found out Peter Pettigrew. And it was a big factor of the Golden Trio. It's like actually recognizing Peter Pettigrew as like an actual traitor. And the one who's like Peter Pettigrew himself. And I think when Harry sees Peter Pettigrew on the Marauder's map, like in the dark, that's like everyone was on the edge of their seats. This is this is in the third book. So Harry's in the hall. He has his Marauder's map and he opens it up and he sees that Peter Pettigrew is like walking down the corridor and he is like freaking out but then Lupin finds him and Lupin knows so then Lupin starts to search and then all like all the pieces fall like slowly fall into place and then like Sirius is found and they do all this stuff and try then Sirius tries to get scabbers and I definitely think that the fact that Crookshanks was even there definitely changed the story for the better because who knows how much damage Peter Pettigrew could have caused if it just went unchecked for the entire tire the entire tire um series so that's fair that is pretty cool well I definitely hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Potter discussion if you do Please consider sticking around for future episodes and past episodes, if you haven't listened to those already. And consider subscribing so that you can never miss out on the fun that we have on this podcast. And if you want some part of your review to be read, definitely leave one. Because I do leave reviews occasionally. And yeah, you have a guaranteed chance of me seeing it. So leave a five-star review well. However many stars you feel I deserve, but five stars would be preferable. If you have any questions, comments, or theories that you want to hear on the podcast, you can contact me through Gmail. My Gmail is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That's thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you want to contact me on Instagram, my handle is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion. Next week's episode. What is next week's episode? I believe something to do with Dumbledore. If I tell you the whole theory, you might uh, you might get a little fishy in. 
you might go investigating, so I don't want that. But something to do with Dumbledore. That's the theory. Next week. Well, on Wednesday. Anyways, yep, stay safe, wear your mask. Bye-bye.